Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. We are hoping, we are praying that the weather warms up and spring actually shows up. And uh, it's a little more comfortable out there uh, on the links. Uh, normally by uh, Easter weekend, we're out there in short sleeve shorts. Everybody's uh, had several rounds, uh, hopefully under their uh, getting into the season. But uh, no, it, uh, it has not gone that way. But... Brighter days are uh, coming, and we will uh, get to that. Uh, you might have heard that uh, promo there leading into us. Yes, uh, the Fan Golf Classic is back, the eighth annual. We'll have some details on that um, out, out at Langdon uh, this season. We're so glad it's uh, been a long two years since we've been able to do that. So we'll give you some details there. Hope to see so many of you back out there this June. Yes, I will be out on the driving range, behind the desk. You will have a chance to uh, fire away at me uh, again. So uh, so we'll look forward to that. Uh, we'll recap the Masters here. What a win for Scotty Scheffler. Look ahead to the U.S. Open now. The storylines, uh, uh, who will be favored there? Is this something Scotty Scheffler can keep uh, going, building momentum? Doesn't seem to be phased too much uh, by the victories. All coming at once uh, here, this breakthrough season for him. It reminds me a lot of the 2015 season that Jordan Spieth had, uh, a fellow Longhorn. And a good friend, Garrett Johnston. Uh, he's been a, a friend to us on the show for over the years uh, following golf. He's been covering golf now for over a decade. He's got his own podcast behind the clubhouse. And he's had an opportunity to uh, interview uh, Caddy, <laughs> uh, his dad, Scotty Scheffler's dad, his longtime coach, uh, and brought back an interview uh, from Scotty at the 2020 Masters. Uh, some some real good insight into how everything has built up over the last couple of years that has led to this. So he's going to join us at 8:15 this morning. Get into that, uh, and also uh, the Masters always provides great drama, great moments for people. Uh, the 18th hole with both uh, Rory McIlroy and Colin Morikawa chipping out, uh, holding out from the bunkers. That was fantastic. Stuart Sink with the uh, hole in one on 16 there, uh, his moment. And it, and it always, I have yet to hit a hole in one. I've been close a few times, uh, but I have yet to hit one. But I'm curious if you got to hit a hole in one, you only get one hole in one. Is there, where, where would that hole be? And the ones that come to mind, both 12 and 16 at Augusta, 17 at TPC Sawgrass, seven at uh, Pebble Beach, that little one right down the hill there out on the point. I guess 17's also, but seven seems to be more iconic. Maybe there's something for you, uh, but we'd love your thoughts on that. On the text line, 503-250-1080. Uh, go ahead and text them in. If you if you get that one hole or the most iconic place you could think of to hit a hole in one, maybe it's somewhere random, you can send me searching. There's there's nothing better than doing Google searches for uh, for golf holes and looking at things. Uh, maybe it's something close. Maybe it's up a quarter lane on the apple hole. Maybe it's uh, somewhere abandoned or uh, who knows. But, uh, but yeah, let me know. 503-250-1080. Text those in. If you get just one hole in one, or one more hole-in-one for those of you that uh, already have some, uh, where would be the most iconic place 
it could be. I put a poll question up last week talking about Tiger Woods' most compelling performance. It was a dead heat between his first Masters win in 1997 and what he did uh, this past weekend. He got through 72 holes uh, on his uh, reconstructed leg and his iffy back. And uh, although it was uh, rough for him down the stretch on the weekend, it uh, looked like he ran out of a little steam. It was a cumulative effect. Um, but he's uh, committed to playing at St. Andrews. He will play at St. Andrews unless he somehow has goes backwards. He re-injures the back, re-injures the leg. The question is, will he play at Southern Hills? Uh, will he play up the, at the country club at Brookline in the U.S. Open? Those uh, we'll have to wait and see. And when will he play a regular tour event? When will he try to play some of those ones that he's uh, a very familiar at, being the Memorial? Um, I don't know where else he, he might pop up unless it's a WGC event, uh, but he's got to qualify for those, and uh, I, he's not in a position to do that right now. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, that a lot of good storylines leading into the U S open at Southern Hills in a month. So, uh, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the president's cup, uh, an update, uh, maybe some hints, uh, from some Davis love, who is the captain of the U S president's cup team about, uh, the damage that has been done by Phil Mickelson and his association with that, uh, LIV, uh, golf and, and the Saudi back tour, uh, he might not be in good graces for a long time uh, with golf and uh, the power brokers of golf here in the United States. So lots to cover here in the next hour. I got Jeff Rust alongside. Good to see you, my friend. Good to be here. So as uh, some of you uh, may have heard Friday, uh, Will Darkens is uh, moving on to bigger and better things. Uh, he will still be here on Saturdays on occasion. I think uh, this week was just a, a holiday weekend family uh, for a lot of you out there with uh, Passover, Easter, uh, whatever observance you are uh, taking in, but being with family. And uh, But he will be back Saturday mornings. But, uh, but yeah, that's the latest. But we got Rusty in here. You're going to hear a lot more of Rusty here on the station for a while. So uh, get ready. Buckle up. Get used to it. That's right. I know he's got a lot, uh, a lot in store. So without further ado, uh, let's go inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards, the latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Three tours in action this week. The Corn Ferry Tour uh, resumes play. They take the week off, obviously, for the Masters. They are in Texas. The Texas Rangers Golf Club there in Arlington, uh, playing just over 7,000 yards of par 71. It is the Veritex Bank Championship. And Chase Parker is your leader at 19 under par. He's got a one-shot lead over Taylor Montgomery. And Chase Parker, uh, native of Augusta, and uh, went to the University of Kentucky, but uh, he had been struggling out there on the Corn Ferry Tour off and on since 2014, uh, but just six months ago was wondering if this was it, if uh, maybe uh, the professional golf dream uh, needed to give way to, to another avenue to pursue golf, uh, but he got into the qualifying school Got a sponsor's exemption early on, had a decent finish, was able to get some priority status with the reshuffle, and now uh, has a one-shot lead going into the final round. This is a Wednesday to Saturday tournament, so they will play the final round uh, this afternoon in Texas. The leaders will be teeing off in the 10 a.m. hour. And uh, another one of these great stories, and, and just guys that love the game, continue to pursue it, chase that dream, and uh, if you can, you know, capture lightning in a bottle for a week, it can be a life-changing event. Love to see that the purses are going up. They will continue to go up here uh, on the tour. Our buddy Scott Harrington, the Portland native, uh, he is in the mix. 13 under par. He had nine birdies uh, in his third round on Friday. And he is six back. But he right now starts uh, 34th on the points list. Uh, if he can get in, he's in a tie for eighth. But if he can somehow finish maybe top five, that would be a nice boost. Maybe get him back 
uh, into that top 25, get him his tour card back, uh, get back out there on the PGA Tour. He's had a couple of high finishes. Still looking for that uh, elusive first Corn Ferry Tour victory. He's had a couple of second-place finishes in his career, but uh, he will tee off at 10.05 a.m. this morning, and so we will keep an eye on that one for you. As it looks like, guys are going low again. The uh, guys out on the course early this morning, a lot of guys three and four under par making the turn, so uh, you're going to have to make some birdies today uh, and avoid uh, trouble. Can't go backwards. You can't have bogeys uh, if you want to put yourself in position. So that's what's going on there. The LPGA in Hawaii, as they uh, continue to stay on the uh, West Coast here for a few weeks, they are playing the Lote Championship, Hoakale Country Club uh, in Oahu. And uh, Yuju Kim is your leader, 10 under par. She's got a three-shot lead over Hanako Shibuno. And Brianna Doe, Brianna Doe, quite a, another one of those stories. She's been on tour, a uh, professional golfer for almost uh, a decade now out of UCLA, but was a Monday qualifier for this tournament and uh, finds herself in position to get some status. Uh, if she can uh, somehow run down Kim. Uh, three shots back, Kim at 10 under, Doe and Shibuno at seven under par. Uh, and then uh, Arya Jutanagarn, uh, probably the biggest name on the top of the leaderboard at five under par. Again, this is a uh, Wednesday to Saturday tournament there in Hawaii, so they got time to get back to the mainland. They'll be in uh, California for the next couple of weeks. But Kim, who won uh, her first major as without LPGA Tour status as a teenager, uh, won the Evian back in 2015. Uh, played a lot on the Korean Tour, 14 uh, Korean Tour wins, but uh, looking for her fifth win on the LPGA Tour, going back up the rankings. It's amazing. You talk about the a, a lot of these uh, women who have been on the tour for, for a decade plus, and yet she's only 26. So, uh, But the wind is wreaking havoc with them in Hawaii, as it uh, is prone to do. Uh, you can follow them on uh, Golf Channel. Uh, so final round coverage will be today in the afternoon, 4 o'clock on Golf Channel. The PGA Tour with its uh, normal post-Augusta spot out there at Hilton Head for the RBC Heritage as uh, they are past the midpoint. This is the 26th of 47 events here in, the, uh, in this season. So they are coming down the stretch, and it will come fast and furious. Patrick Cantlay. Uh, was just ridiculous. This field was all jammed up midway through the second round. He birdied his final four holes uh, to take a two-shot lead over Robert Streb. It's three back to a group containing Joel Damon, Aaron Wise, the former Duck, Cameron Tringali, Eric Van Royen, and Cameron Young, the first-round leader, who fired a nine-under 63 in the opening round, but uh, was plus three on his second round. But Patrick Cantlay, who was the uh, player of the year last year, won four tournaments, including uh, the tour championship, uh, trying to get back, get his first win this season. And uh, boy, if he can make birdies like that, uh, that will certainly help him as he's trying to uh, continue his hot play. Uh, but coming off the masters, uh, he was so, so it, it was tough on the really tough day where the weather, it was cold. It was windy on round three, shot a 79, uh, finished tied for 39th. And so despite all of his success last year, thinking it was a breakthrough season for the 30 year old, the former UCLA Bruin, uh, you look at the majors, his career record as a professional, he's only got two top tens and those were both in 2019 at the masters and the PGA tie for ninth and a tie for third. Other than that, uh, he's making the cut. He's only missed two cuts uh, since uh, 2017 and 15, 16 starts, but consistently right in their 20s, 30s, 40s. And so uh, with the depth, you wonder what it's going to take for him to to maybe break through, but certainly a big week for him. Opportunity to uh, get that victory and uh, continue on. And so uh, we will see. How that turns out, coverage today on CBS uh, starts at noon, and uh, Golf Channel has the early round, early round coverage at 
10. So that's what's going on on the tours. Uh, a lot of guys, it's nice to see a lot of guys uh, post-Masters uh, are playing in this tournament. Uh, Scotty Sheffer, obviously not. It was a long week for him. He's won four times in six starts over two months. Needed a break. Well, we expect to see him at least once, maybe twice before the PGA Championship. Uh, we've got uh, the Texas swing coming up uh, with the uh, Charles Schwab challenge and the Byron Nelson uh, and being the Texas native uh, expect to see him in at least one of those, if not both of them uh, before the PGA championship at Southern Hills, but a chance to just uh, take everything in, but more on Scotty Scheffler had an opportunity uh, to reach out to Garrett Johnston. Who's got his, uh, his podcast beyond the clubhouse. He's interviewed his caddy there going into the masters. He's talked to his dad, his longtime coach that he's had since he was seven years old and kind of get really behind the scenes. What all led up to this uh, run to the world number one ranking in his first master, a green jacket for Scotty Scheffler. Garrett Johnston joins us next here. It's golf in the Northwest on 1080 the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hitting them straight for 12 years. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back in. On this uh, Saturday morning, we are hoping the weather is finally going to warm up and it will actually be spring here in the Northwest. Uh, Weather's been interesting all over uh, the country. It was interesting and certainly played a part in last week's uh, 86th edition of the Masters. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, the winner. And I'm very happy now to bring back onto the show. It's been a while since we've had the opportunity to chat with them, but our good buddy, uh, Garrett Johnston, uh, his podcast, Beyond the Clubhouse, uh, he has uh, just go there because anybody that's in golf, inside golf, so much good insight. He's always sitting down with somebody interesting. He's been covering the game now for over a decade and uh, out of the D.C. area amongst the uh, many, many other projects he has going on. But Golf-wise, uh, so glad to catch back up with you, and uh, I, I hope you have been well and uh, that your golf game is in good shape here yourself because you seem as busy as I do, and it's so hard to get out yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, thanks. It's it's crazy. I, I love playing as much as I can, but it, it's weird. I'm at the point now where because i got two little kids at home, I'm in D.C., a busy schedule with work, balancing so many different things. I don't know. I'm down to like three to four times a year of playing golf, which is crazy because I never thought I'd get to that point. But you know what? Like, I'm lucky to be able to cover the Masters and some of these majors and stuff. And it's one of those things where I, I kind of have to let 
let get my golf fix through, through just walking the course. You know what I mean? Like, a, it's crazy. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, listen, if you get to walk against the National, that's not too bad of a constellation to have the cutback of playing your own game. No, not bad at all. And uh, some changes made. Uh, Augusta uh, lengthening it just a hair, making a couple uh, – a couple holes, a little bit more challenging, a little bit more thought-provoking, and we saw Scotty Scheffler uh, handle all of that uh, rather adroitly and get his first major win. His hot streak continues, and you were there, and I wanted to bring you on kind of uh, you were able to talk with his caddy, Ted Scott, a couple of years ago. Uh, Scotty's first appearance there, you were able to catch up with him, uh, his longtime coach, Randy Smith, and so uh, overall, knowing what you knew about Scotty, having covered him maybe a little more closely than uh, a lot of the media had coming into this, how surprised are you uh, that he finally put on a green jacket, maybe did so at the age of 25? And is this hot streak, four wins now in six starts, is this something that we can see continue? Or is this going to be a hot burst uh, like we've seen so many other guys come? It harkens me back to Jordan Spieth in 2015, where he just seemed like every every week he showed up, he was going to be at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, no, it does feel like Spieth a little bit. It has that kind of, you know, getting a lot of wins before you even get to the Masters kind of feeling to it. And also winning the Masters pretty quickly, right? Like that was Spieth's second Masters he won in 2015. You know, after being in the final group in 2014 in his first Masters, with, with Scheffler, this was his third total Masters he's played. His first one, he had the advantage. You're talking about, did we see this coming? He had the advantage of playing with Tiger Woods on Sunday in 2020. And I asked him about that at that, that Masters in November. Listen, I'm going to paint a picture for you. He was walking, and, and he had lunch in 2020. He was wearing yeah. basketball shoes, wearing Jordan shoes. He was wearing an uh, untucked polo shirt and just looking from those umbrellas, uh, those umbrella tables. I'm just painting a picture. <laughs> this is 2020, his first Masters. This guy was laid back as all heck with his, his uh, fiance at the time, Meredith, who he's gotten married to since. And, and I was like, wow, this guy looks comfortable. He looks at home. <laughs> it was my initial thought, and then I interviewed him there on that Sunday after. He obviously had learned a lot from watching Tiger play the back nine on Sunday. He also learned a lot of little nuances about places not to go, right? Like 15, right at 15 in the trees, he said, it's dead. I've been there a couple times in my rookie rookie go at it this week, and I just can't be there. And, and as a result, he, he, was, he played a lot better his second time there and also on 15 uh, this year. So there's just little things, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, the devil's in the details, right? Details matter when it comes to Augusta National. And Scotty Scheffler was slowly putting the puzzle pieces together. It really helped that Ted Scott, who knows the course so well, having been on the bag for two wins for Bubba Watson, was the guy this time around for Scotty. When he put all those ingredients together, Randy Smith, of course, longtime coach at the age of six and a half. Randy Smith, I had asked him uh, in 2020 going into his first Masters, says, you know, what is the deal with Scotty? His greatest strength? He's like, well, there's a lot of them. He drives the ball without fear. The feel in his fingers is massive around the greens, especially with putting and chipping. He just has a really good feel that's very underrated. Think about this guy. Um, his distance is so good off the tee, but if you have the feel around the greens, that's just another part of the recipe that, that, that all comes together here for Scotty Scheffler. So there were some signs as I was digging there in 2020, a little bit in 2021, and now this year being on this hot streak, that he would actually have a chance, and as he did on Sunday, and, and close the deal. Uh, but yeah, I mean, is this sustainable? I don't, I don't know that it is at this rate with Colin Morikawa, Rory, and so many big stars. I mean, it's so deep out there. But he could certainly win another tournament or two the rest of this year. I mean, this this is this is pretty impressive. Chatting here with Garrett Johnston, uh, his podcast Beyond the Clubhouse uh, also has been uh, covering uh, the game from all aspects here for over a decade. Joining us, uh, you mentioned his caddy, Ted Scott, maybe the kind of the final piece for him uh, coming on the bag recently. How big of an impact you mentioned Ted was on the bag for both of Bubba Watson's wins. He's caddied for Paul Azinger. He's a veteran guy. Uh, how important was his influence in Scotty? Now, not just with the Masters, but with this uh, getting to the next level of starting to win tournaments on the PGA Tour. Yeah, well, I mean, what I will say is that when I, I, I randomly interviewed Teddy Scott like three years ago, I was working on a piece on what is it for first time, um, you know, caddies playing, uh, starting a caddy for a new player. So, so first time relationship, right? What are those first days like? 
what's so important. And you know what he said? The biggest thing is you have to read the player. You have to watch their personality and adapt to that person. He used the word adapt. And think about what he's done. Every single time Scotty had a big birdie putty made on 12 on Saturday or whatever it was, every big moment, if he made a move, Teddy Scott would grab the putter and get Scotty laughing within seconds. You know what I mean? So the moment never got too big, which is fascinating. Uh, one of the great gifts of, of Ted Scott. The other thing I will add about Ted is that, you know, this is something that, he, that he's done for, for a long time, but I've always told him, like, listen, Ted, like, you, you have a great ability to listen and then encourage. Like, I had him on my podcast a week and a half ago. And before we started recording, I, I was going through something. I had some issues um, in my own personal life that you know, I wanted to kind of have him hear out. He's a good friend, and I wanted to have him hear about it. And, he, and his response when I, when I told him the two- or three-minute little <laughs> uh, issue I was going through was, was just perfect. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. He listens to you, whoever it is, whether it's Scotty Scheffler or friends of his on tour, family, he's so close with his family at home in Louisiana. He listens, and then he encourages. He has the right words to say when it matters most. And, and that skill when you're in the back nine on Sunday at Augusta, when you're at the biggest stages where they're going to go to the U.S. Open, they're going to go the Open Championship, all the majors coming up, you have a guy whose skill set is, is just listen and encourage. Like, can, can you believe that the sky's the limit, I, I really think, because you have Scheffler's talent, but you have the right man for the job. And just to hear his backstory, uh, he, he was getting emotional, Ted Scott was, on Sunday talking about how this wasn't my choice to be here. Like I, I had decided to retire and I would never come back to the masters and Scotty Scheffler calls me out of the blue. So I told my, my family, okay, well, well, what do we do here? And they said, well, well, let's pray about it. So they prayed about it for a week. And then the family said, Hey, Scott, uh, Teddy, you should go, you should do this. And he said, no, 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 let's pray about it for another week. So they did that. And in the end, he's like, wow. And now I'm back here at Augusta. And this wasn't my choice. You know, it was my family's choice. And, and, and I think that says a lot about the man that, that is Ted Scott, that in the end, you know he loves the game. You know he loves golf, and he loves being out here and encouraging people. But in the end, this is kind of out of his hands, and it's kind of a lesson we can all learn. That if you really love something, maybe you have to give it up in order to get it back. Well, and talk about loving something, uh, Scotty Scheffler. I think uh, you know some people may view him where he's not you know massively intense the way we see so many guys. We saw the way Tiger gets intense uh, when he was at the height of his game. Guys like uh, Justin Thomas, and and it's in there so much. Uh, you know, Jordan Spieth right now is going through a transition in his game. So you think, well, maybe he's a little casual about it, but it's more internal but he's able to keep a disposition uh, to himself on the course in those big moments and now uh, letting his game shine through uh, that you look at it and say, okay, can he be different from Justin Thomas and and, and Jordan Spieth and Colin Morikawa and these guys that we've come on, burst on the scene, take the golf world by storm, they're the next this, and then another year later they haven't won for – 16 months. You know, good point. Like how sustainable is, is the level that he's playing at and where will we be in 2023? Like what will we hear from Scotty um, in the long term? Yeah. I, I just think that he's got a good team around him, right? Listen, <laughs> old soul is what I always think of when I think of Scotty Sheffield. Why is he an old soul? I asked that to Ted Scott on, on my podcast. Well, what's going on here? <laughs> and Ted said, you know what? It goes back to him as a kid. What Randy Smith, from age seven, eight, nine in Dallas, Texas, going to the local course, he was always wearing long pants. Always in, in, in the heat of Texas, we're talking about weather to start. <laughs> in the heat of Texas, this kid was wearing long pants. Why? Because he wanted to be a tour pro. He wanted to look like a tour pro. Whether it was Justin Leonard and all the other pros that were around him, uh, he just had this in his mind that he was on a mission to do this. And, and a lot of us are so surprised. Well, okay, he's become number one in the world. This is crazy. This kid's coming out of nowhere, lightning in a bottle. But he had it in his mind, in his heart, to get to the top. And, and, and now he's there. And it's funny. Like, I had an exchange with him at Bay Hill uh, on Wednesday of Bay Hill after, uh, before practice. Round. I said, hey, we'd love to chat with you briefly. You know, he, he knew that I had covered him for the Dallas Morning News at, at various majors in the past. And he said, okay, well, yeah, let, let's do that. 
at the end uh, of his round, I went up to him, you know, to do that three-minute, four-minute chat, and he's like, oh, oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah, l- l- let me think about it. Now, listen, me and my ego could be like, okay, what's going on here? Why would he not do that? But think, this is a guy who is on his way to becoming number one. I think he would become number one later that week. You know what I mean? So yeah. you have to kind of realize the drive that Scotty Scheffler has. He's not trying to be a jerk. Right. He's got that great, you know, upbringing being from Dallas, Texas and his family. But in the end, you just have to understand that this guy's got a fire. He's got a fire lit under him. So who knows how long that fire is going to go? Right. Like, is it going to be pockets of time? Is it going to be as dramatic at the highs and lows that we've seen with speed? Um, but in the end, I, I just think that he's got a team with and he's and he's an old soul with, with Randy Smith and with Ted Scott. You keep that team together, man. I don't know how he could go into a slump of, of any real significance at this point. Well, it's all setting up for a, a dramatic PGA Championship next month, Southern Hills. It's been a while as, as I try to go back. When was the last time there was a major at Southern Hills? And for me, it seems like it's been a while. Maybe I missed one. But uh, you have so Scotty Scheffler now world number one, won his first major. Is Phil going to show up and defend his title with uh, all the controversy he's created? Rory Sunday at the Masters, is he finally ready to uh, get going back, looking like he's the number one player in the world? Uh, Tiger got through the Masters and played four rounds. Does he want to try and do it again? What do you think is going to be the lead storylines when we get to Oklahoma in a month? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if Tiger's in the field, that's that's going to dominate because it has ever since I've been alive. I feel like uh, <laughs> in golf, and then Nicholson, of course, if he if he plays, that that, that that's going to get the big you know the big attention. Rory, though, is a sneaky importance because of course everyone wants to know when he's going to win his next major. It doesn't have the luster of the Masters because it's not the Grand Slam that he'd be completing. But one thing he told me at Bay Hill about a month ago is he said one of the big keys to this year has been thinking about his opportunities in majors and in his career as I got a chance to go out there every day and pursue my, my boyhood dreams. Like that's what it really comes down to. Right. I'm, I would love to see 10 year old Rory McIlroy. This is what Rory's telling me. I'd love to see 10 year old Rory McIlroy. Cause the look in his face is always, man, I, I can't wait to see what's next. Like, where's, where's my career going to go? Like, what am I going to make it as a pro? Like, I love this game. Like, the real, real deep love of the game. And that's what Rory is really trying to tap into for this year. And, and all you need is the confidence of what he did on Sunday at the Masters. He had no business. He started the day plus one for the tournament, and he finished in second place. We, he knows how good he is. He, he just kind of needs to be reminded every once in a while of the talent he brings. But I, I really think that Rory can – have the potential to become the absolute number one storyline. It's just once you get past the big two of this era, which are Tiger and Phil. Well, we've got a few more tournaments uh, to get through. Of course, uh, the RBC Heritage, they got to stop in Zurich, and uh, then we will eventually work our way to Southern Hills uh, in Oklahoma for the PGA Championship. Garrett Johnston, so glad I got this opportunity to catch up with you. The podcast is beyond the clubhouse. Go check it out. It's anywhere that you can uh, download a podcast. He does great work. He's always talking to uh, extremely players, caddies, coaches, uh, you name it. He will uh, be chatting with them. We appreciate the time this morning. Uh, best wishes to you and uh, stay healthy. And I can't wait till we can catch up with you again. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, looking forward to it. And uh, should be a fun next three majors coming up. There you go, Garrett Johnston, uh, so kind to stop by. We'll take a break. We'll make the turn when we come back. We'll look ahead to the end of the RBC Heritage. Also, the Fan Golf Classic is back. We'll give you all the details uh, for you listeners out there. After a two-year hiatus, we are back. We'll tell you about it here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Thanks again to Garrett Johnston uh, for joining us here this morning as we make the turn. Uh, coming up later today, NBA playoff action. Game one between the Warriors and the Nuggets. Uh, 5 o'clock pregame, 5.30 tip. And uh, Ducks baseball continues over on 9-10. They go for the sweep of the Huskies here this afternoon. And then uh, more playoff basketball tomorrow at noon. Net Celtics game one. Uh, Sports Sunday uh, off for the holiday tomorrow. Uh, everybody there uh, being with family and friends for, for Easter, for Passover. or uh, uh, So uh, they uh, are, are taking Sunday off. So you'll have ESPN radio for you. Uh, all weekend long and then NBA playoff coverage and uh, weeknights you'll hear a lot of NBA playoffs over uh, on our sister station 910 ESPN Portland but uh, but yes as you heard me teasing uh, indeed if you have not heard yet the fan golf classic is back the eighth annual fan golf classic Audi Wilsonville uh, presenting it at Langdon Farms uh, just one day we didn't want to bite off more than we can chew uh, here bringing this thing back so it'll be Tuesday June 28th uh, two flights a 730 round and a 130 round to choose from uh, plenty of spots available there at the uh, 730 round I know there's been uh, some uh, some rounds gobbled up there in the 130. So if you're looking, uh, if you've got more than a foursome, if you uh, want to get back out, we would love to see you. I will be out on the driving range once again. Uh, you can fire golf balls at me. Uh, I know uh, you've missed all that. I've actually missed it too. It's fun. Uh, it's fun being out there taunting you guys. Uh, but it is a unique golfing experience. What you've come to expect from the fan, uh, food, beverages, fun challenges for everyone. It will be the Texas Shamble format as well. We'll have prizes for the best net scores and much more. Uh, just $600 per foursome. And again, uh, when you start breaking that down, uh, what everything is included with all the food and beverages, uh, our Langdon uh, partners are just great hosts out there taking care of everything. Uh, it's a big value. Uh, and so jump on in. Uh, so Audi Wilsonville presenting the eighth fan golf classic. You can go to 1080thefan.com. Uh, you'll see the big, uh, the big uh, board there, the big logo right out in front. And uh, just click on it, and then you'll be able to uh, go ahead, register your foursome, and uh, take care of that. We want to see you out there. Uh, thanks to our fans. Uh, thanks to our sponsors as well. Encore Audio Video, Clausen Heating and AC, Coors Light, PG Long Flooring, X-Golf Tualatin, the Children's Course, Backwoods Brewing, and 1-800-DIVORCE. Thanks to all of them. And as uh, more details are forthcoming, uh, we start to line up uh, some of those fun challenges, uh, other things that we'll be able to have out there on the course. We will let you know. But uh, the spots are starting to go, especially in that afternoon round. So we want to see you back out. Put that big party back on. I'm assuming we'll be out there broadcasting again, as uh, we always have done uh, throughout the day. See everybody's uh, faces. And uh, the course itself, uh, if you haven't played it for a while, they have made some changes out there. Um they have uh, taken out some trees, uh, all those old uh, church pew uh, bunkers there between uh, 9 and 18. Uh, those are gone. So they've uh, tried to open it up a little bit for you, uh, make it a little more playable. And uh, they always the drainage system is excellent as always. So hopefully if it starts warming up here. Go uh, go down, give them uh, go play around, get yourself ready. Uh, the course uh, once uh, once the weather warms up, should be as uh, playable as it always is. And uh, check out some of the improvements they've made, some of the changes they've made to the course. Get yourself ready so uh, we can get out there and have a, a good, good 
time as we always do. So thanks to our friends again at uh, Wilsonville Audi and Langdon Farms. Tentativethefan.com there. Sign yourselves up. We want to see you out on Tuesday, June the 28th. We'll come back. We'll look ahead uh, to the U.S. Open. Who are the favorites? Some thoughts on the President's Cup team. Now that Scotty Scheffler is all but assured, uh, he will be on that. What Davis Love is looking at, we've seen some notes about possibly uh, the ramifications of Phil Mickelson's comments uh, with that uh, Saudi-backed league, considering flirting with it, the shots that he took at the PGA Tour uh, while he was trying to uh, give that thing some credence, see if he could lure some players over to it. And uh, he may be well out of the good graces of the power brokers of golf in the United States for quite some time. Not sure what he will have to do, but we have an idea of when we might see him back on the course uh, as some news has uh, come across the wire here recently about where he may play next. So all of that as we wrap things up here, Golf of the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. them straight for 12 years this is golf in the northwest on 1080 the fan jason swagger back here with you wrapping things up on another edition of golf in the northwest center and saint will follow us here and then we've got nba playoff action for you tonight five o'clock uh, the last of the four games warriors and nuggets game one four game ones today four game ones tomorrow we'll have net celtics tomorrow at noon for you here on the fans so uh, get ready here come the playoffs uh even though blazer fans are still uh sulking uh that the clippers uh, couldn't help them out uh, last night but plenty of time for that uh we mentioned um that uh, with scotty scheffler's win uh, things getting interesting for the U.S. Open. It will be at Southern Hills, which is in Oklahoma, uh, just outside of Tulsa, and uh, it's hosted uh, a number of majors over the years. I couldn't remember when the last one was. How could I forget? 2007 PGA Championship, Tiger Woods winning there. Uh, it hoped, last o- hosted the Open in uh, 2001, Retief Goosen winning but they've hosted uh, four PGA championships, three U.S. Opens in its history. And um, this will be the fifth, uh, the only course, course to host four PGAs, let alone five. And so it's, uh, it's a familiar track to those that have been on tour for a while. It will be long. They've got it to play at nearly 7,500 yards in a par 71. And if you look at the betting favorites, this, of course, uh, according to DraftKings here through uh, the Oregon Lottery, John Rahm uh, still plus 900, even though he did not have the uh, greatest week at the Masters. Uh, he right now uh, is pretty much a, a lock to be the uh, betting favorite most week season of tournament. But then you have Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, Colin Morikawa, Bryson DeChambeau. We'll see if he can play in Brooks Kepka all at plus 1400. And uh, we'll see how Scotty Scheffler uh, projects. But Rory McIlroy that Sunday at Augusta his eight under to go from plus one to finishing second at seven under uh, should give a lot of momentum to him possibly being the favorite for that PGA championship uh, in a month. We'll see what he decides to play in. I'm going to guess he plays. Uh, I don't know if he'll play in Texas. If you look at the PGA tour schedule coming up, not sure if he'll play next week, uh, which is the Zurich Classic, which is the team event down there outside of New Orleans. Uh, Scotty Scheffler's play, played in that in the past. I think he has fun with that event. We might see him there and then see him at the Byron Nelson uh, in Texas uh, in his home state. We'll see. I would expect we would see uh, Rory play the Wells Fargo Championship uh, which is the first week of May. Not sure if he'll play the Mexico Open. 
that is a uh, an inaugural event. It was supposed to be uh, with them last year, but uh, a COVID uh, making international events on the PGA Tour uh, a little more difficult. So he might be there. I would expect to see him at the Wells Fargo, and then it'll just be how he's feeling if he wants to get out to Southern Hills, start practicing for that one. Uh, Tiger Woods, I wouldn't expect to see him there. The big question will be Phil Mickelson. Uh, Is he going to defend his title at the PGA? And not sure if he is on uh, the entry form, but the U.S. Open closed its uh, entries for... Uh, automatic qualifiers, which he is obviously eligible as the defending PGA champion to be. He is on the list. Both he and Tiger are. Now you can withdraw at some point and there will be alternates, but they close that because they start the qualification process here shortly um, because it's a a multi-stage event for your local and a sectional qualifier uh, for the other spots in the U.S. Open. So the 48 guys, Phil and Tiger, both among those Uh, And that U.S. Open this year is up at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts, uh, most notably where that 1999 Ryder Cup comeback happened. Uh, And uh, Justin Leonard making that uh, ridiculous putt there late on Sunday as the uh, U.S. made their big rally. So his name's on the list. That might be the first time we see him. Still don't know. Because it's a USGA event, not a PGA Tour event. Not sure he's got to go through whatever uh, Jay Monahan wants him to do uh, any sort of mea culpa. He's got to do a press conference, apologies, whether they're public, whether it's behind the scenes. Still don't know if he's suspended. The Masters said he wasn't. He was invited, but he declined. Uh, still a lot of mystery. So until Phil Mickelson comes out and either issues a statement, uh, puts something out on social media, or has a full-out press conference when he is ready to explain himself, I guess. I don't know if he's going to apologize, if he feels like he needs to apologize, even though the PGA Tour and a lot of people uh, would want that. Uh, And we'll see where that goes. Uh, Certainly golf is more interesting when he is in the field uh, from a playing perspective. Nobody has uh, the creativity uh, outside of Tiger. Nobody draws a crowd. Nobody draws eyeballs the way that Phil Mickelson does. Uh, But we'll see if uh, he indeed shows up not sure when things are uh, he's got to uh, declare for the PGA championship I would guess I mean he's obviously in uh, but if he wants to withdraw uh, when he would need to do that I would expect that to be two weeks out so probably the first week of May not sure that we will see him show up at any of those events uh, before that so And Phil's always one that if he's practicing, if he feels confident about his game, he will go out there. He doesn't need a lot of competition rounds necessarily to feel like his game is in shape. He'll take whatever he's got and head out there. He won't worry about it. Uh, He's played Southern Hills, obviously, before, understands and knows the track. So uh, very curious to see where that goes. But the bigger news was uh, Davis Love III, who was the captain of the U.S. President's Cup team, Uh, with some interviews uh, adding uh, Zach Johnson and Freddie Couples as his vice captain. Uh, Some comments he made alluding to Freddie possibly being in line as a Ryder Cup captain. Uh, He served as a President's Cup captain before, but 2025, it's in on the United States soil. They're going to play Beth Page Black, and it was considered a lock that Phil Mickelson was going to captain that Uh, Davis Love's comments seem to indicate that not being the case right now, or at least it is open for discussion uh, amongst uh, the PGA of America and the PGA Tour. And so Phil might have uh, might have played his way out or talked his way out of uh, being a U.S. Ryder Cup captain. And once you're out of those circles, I don't know what he would have to do to get back in. So it'll be uh, extremely interesting to see. Uh, as he capitulates on where he wants to be, uh, you would have thought if he wanted to go into the CBS or NBC Tower, 18 Tower at some point, uh, because he's been so good. Anytime he's been mic'd up, uh, when we've seen those uh, specialty matches that he's done, uh, not only is he hilarious, but he also is so good at explaining uh, technically what golfers are trying to do to execute certain shots but he's able to do it in a way uh, that the layman, the the average golf fan can understand. It's not so technical that you're lost, 
uh, he really does uh, have a way of explaining it so you understand what you're trying what they're trying to do and executing it and pulling off shots and and how it works and uh, it would be great for the game if he can find a way to get back in its good graces uh, we'd love to see him on those broadcasts you just wonder if he's ever going to be able to uh, to overcome this uh, thanks for a couple of you that have uh, texted in your thoughts we've got on uh, where you would love to uh, hit a hole in one uh, up in Vancouver, definitely anywhere abandoned in front of his friends because they won't uh, believe it otherwise. And uh, for me, yeah, seven or 16, uh, 16 at Sheep Ranch or seven. Uh, there would be unbelievable. Just the scenery. I believe it's a five. Uh, at uh, abandoned dunes where the greens you're hitting basically looks like you're hitting it out into the ocean. Any of those would be fantastic. But of the, uh, the ones on the uh, PGA tour, I think 17 would be unbelievable, but at uh, TPC, uh, but I think seven at pebble because you're just out there by yourself. And depending on which way the wind blows, you're either hitting a uh, sand wedge or you got to take a five iron if you're driving it into the wind to get it down the hill, the 115 yards it's listed at. I think that one, the picture there, picking it up, looking out uh, into the uh, Pacific Ocean would probably be it for me. Just a couple of minutes left here on the show before we turn it over to Sinner uh, and Saint. And uh, I wanted to uh, give a shout out to my man, Harold. Uh, obviously, uh, those of you that listen know that uh, he decided to retire um, unfortunately he has not been able to enjoy retirement the way he should, uh, inform me, uh, just before we got going this season unrelated, he had already made the decision, but, uh, then discovered that, uh, uh, he was diagnosed with lymphoma, his doctors, uh, uh a little while ago, a few weeks back, uh, were able to do a procedure, uh, they uh, removed a mass and believe that they got most of it. And uh, yesterday just uh, began his chemotherapy treatment. So he said, if you want to uh, alert people uh, as to what's going on, it was okay. I've wanted to do this for a while, but, uh, but we are wishing him well. I'm in contact with him. His spirits are good, but uh, he is going through this. And uh, so if you're out there on the course, hit one for Harold today. And uh, keep him in your thoughts. Um, but uh, he's going to have some uh, some chemo treatment here over the next few months. And uh, we keep him in our thoughts. Uh, and uh, just hope his doctors are optimistic uh, about the diagnosis. And um, uh, this is something that uh, a lot of people have come back and been able to uh, to fight through and be cancer-free. And we hope to uh, he gets to ring that bell here sometime this summer. So we'll uh, we'll give you some updates, but uh, please keep him in your thoughts, warm thoughts for him uh, as he's going through this. And uh, we will, uh, yeah, keep him in your thoughts because um, he's uh, he's up for the fight. We know that, and uh, we'll update you as we go on. So and, and uh, he just wanted to be if he can be an inspiration to those out there. So many of you going through the similar uh, similar sort of fight. Um, he's doing it too, and he's ready to take this head on as he has uh, everything throughout his life. So there you go. Thanks again to Garrett Johnston uh, from Beyond the Clubhouse uh, for joining us earlier today. And uh, RBC coverage, 10 a.m. on Golf Channel, noon on CBS. We'll see if Patrick Cantlay can uh, hold on to a lead, close it out, get his first victory here this season. That'll do it. Thanks again to Jeff Russ behind the glass. Uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. I'm Jason. Hit him straight. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.